Heavy Radio 9, most excellent edition. This is Sunday, August 23rd. And uh, yeah, non, non, non heinous edition. And uh, well, we, uh, we are waiting for Bill and Ted Face the Music to come out. It's coming out next week. Yeah, and, um, and welcome back to the show, Marco. It's good to have you back. Um, last week we talked about uh, the soundtrack that's coming up. I don't know, if, have you had a chance to check out the, the listing of bands on that? Yeah, yeah. Because it is a little crazy. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped. And uh... Mastodon and I forget who else. I know they're doing like a special song just for the movie and shit, so I'm excited. Yeah, I... Uh... I actually watched the Matrix last night. Rewatched it, and uh, okay, I think it was. I, it never really stood out to me, but I mean, it's kind of obvious. But how throughout Keanu's career, this whole um, like just twisting reality, it was kind of a, that was the whole thing with the Matrix. Like he he mm-hmm. had to had to believe he was the one to be the one, and then was he the one? But he died and then she loved him and he came back and whatever it was kind of the bill and ted logic just in a more dark sci-fi way i thought like yeah when he's in uh cyberpunk 2077 and he might be a ghost he might be a robot we don't know i think it yeah it's it's great that they're revisiting bill and ted because it just seems like everything just comes back to bill and ted really just just embrace it Keanu Reeves is a national treasure, and so is Alex Winter. Yeah, and I'm very and excited. Rufus lives, yeah, that Mastodon song that it's just great to hear. You know, George Carlin referenced again in in mass uh, culture. Yeah, that's it's awesome to get a tribute, and it's just cool to have him one more victory lap. I'm excited. I can't wait to. I'm gonna definitely watch it like as soon as it's released. I'm very excited. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. I totally fell coming. out of my suit of armor on the way down the stairs. Yep. Yeah. That's just uh that's just logic. I totally that's how plots got work. shot to fuck by an agent, but I'm back. Cause I'm You just gotta be the one. your mind has to be stronger. <laughs> your mind has you, to be stronger your than mind reality. Has to bend reality. Yeah, that's how it, yeah, that's you how it is. And the this is also the in addition to the I most excellent Heavy Radio Nine most excellent edition. This is also a joint birthday party for Phil Linet and Dimebag Daryl, two of the raddest motherfuckers around. And this episode of Heavy True. Radio is brought to you by May Pop Tires. Don't cut them too sharp, cause the motherfuckers may pop. Light them up. May pop. <laughs> it's good. Did you catch so that uh, at a recent uh, game in Arlington, Texas, in the Rangers crowd? There was Vinnie Paul as a, a cutout. No, that's red. So Vinnie, that's good. Vinnie that's Paul good still still lighting them up at the Rangers ballpark. Lighting us all up in spirit. And I, I, it gets into my first news story. Um, lots of. Of Phil line at news, which is always exciting to me um, on what would have been, I believe his 71st birthday. There was a new trailer for the songs for while I'm away documentary. And then also mention uh, a, of a release of a new box set that has 74 unreleased songs. Dang. Hell yeah. I mean, it's like, that's like six albums, seven, uh, who knows? Seven albums. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I don't even know that was coming up. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I got um, I have one not fun news story. You guys out there might have heard it, um, heard about it. Uh, Quiet Right drummer Frankie Benali passed away um, this week. So it was, some, it was sad news. Um, a lot of people across um, – the rock and metal world chimed in on Twitter to, to say their respects and share some photos and stuff. But, um, he's a really good drummer. Those first, that first quiet riot record, especially is like undeniable for what it did to heavy metal and metal music and putting metal in the mainstream. So, um, 
you always got to remember that record. It still kicks ass too, by the way. And there's a lot of the great uh, Quite Right songs too. So yeah, I caught um, wind of that. Sad to hear him go. Caught wind of that from Blackie Lawless from Wasp. I saw him talking about that. Yeah, I saw D. Snyder comment, and um, yeah, so yeah, it's been too many of these recently, I know, man. Right. Um, last week I heard mention of yeah Martin Birch and uh, Pete Way, and uh, yeah, yeah, rocking, rocking peace, rocking power to uh, rest in power to these, um, you know, hard hitting motherfuckers. Yeah, that's part of why we we're doing this right now. He's got to keep hold the flame and keep the music alive so um yeah like you said rock and power and um and yep let's uh do we have a fun one after that one <laughs> uh, well um it's some, more, it's some fun more fun news well it's uh i was just another bit on the uh um most excellent edition i was reading this interview with keanu and he was oh. talking about how um so so Weezer is on the soundtrack, and uh, I guess Weezer's first gig, I believe it was, they actually opened for Dogstar, and it was like um, really? they had to beg, <laughs> they had to beg the owner of some club that they knew to let them on a show, and it happened to be oh Keanu's band is coming to town, and, and Keanu, you know, was, Dogstar was the headliner, and Weezer was just like the opener that you know no one knew about yet. That's crazy. I didn't know Dogstar was even around that long. Cause yeah. That would've been like early '90s, right? Yeah, they blew up. And it's Weezer blew it's up really long after that. Crazy how these worlds collide. I mean, it's in very Bill and Ted fashion. Like, uh, you know, Weezer had a big song in Mallrats and Kevin Smith, and now they're in a song in Bill and Ted after originally opening for Dogstar. I uh, wacky yeah, wacky world be... of sports. Somewhere, somewhere out there, there's people that went to that show, and that's crazy that they saw that, they saw that combo. Yeah, and um, then they also mentioned how the station from Bogus Journey was a type, uh, a typo, according to the writers Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. They cut a scene from the script that was labeled like police station, but they accidentally left station in there, and they were both drunk, and they're like. They just thought, you know, a Martian saying station was hilarious. So that's what that's where that came <laughs> from, according to them. Good. That's awesome. I didn't know. No idea. That's that's just, yeah, that's the beauty of uh, the artistic process. <laughs> Sometimes it, if, it, if it just makes you laugh, it's worth going for it. Um, let's see. I got a, um, a new release the um on amazon right now the amazon.com um uh, anthrax's persistence of time 30th anniversary edition is available now so you can get that on on vinyl and cd and i believe digital also so um so that's pretty cool their last couple anniversary editions have been super kick-ass with a lot of bonus stuff and the remake uh remastering of them has been really well done. Um, That's heinous, so not that, uh, not heinous. Exactly. That State of Euphoria was a great remaster among the living, and so I'm excited to hear this. Um, get my hands on it. Fuck yeah! Um, another thing that caught my attention was there is this uh, study in Germany about uh, how those attending a concert could spread, you know, a virus if they had it. It was about 1,500 mm. people uh, in an experiment run by a hospital. They all had to take, uh, you know, tests ahead of time to see if they were sick. And if they tested negative, they came out and uh, came to an arena. And they had this German singer called Tim Benzico. And, um, just kind of had like, you know, just have a concert and we'll study it. And uh, those, they think they have good data and they expect to release the results in about four to six weeks. And it, uh, uh, I guess it could be pretty telling to as to when we can get back to, to rocking out. So I think that should be interesting. You know, no matter what your take on this whole thing is, it just seems like a very 
science-based study. No, uh, uh, you know, doesn't look like it's skewed in any way for anybody's uh, thoughts or beliefs or whatever. So, so it should be interesting to see that. Good deal. Yeah, there's there seems to be light at the end of tunnel, light at the end of the tunnel. Um, every week as we talk about this, and we've been talking about it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll get there eventually. So, it's got to keep hope, keep hope up, because we'll we'll get back out. I too. yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess I get a sense from my just my living my life, my perspective that people are taking it a little more seriously. Like, there's. Um, you know, just, uh, that's how I've, what I've been seeing. So I think hopefully that means we can get back to rocking out, you know, sooner rather than later. Oh yeah. Yep. I think that's what we all want, no matter what the hot takes are on it. I think we all want to get back to it. So, um, so that's promising news. How? Yeah. Um, let's see. The, I just saw this one. This was surprising to me. Uh, Metallica came up in the news last week because the Black Album charted in the Billboard 200, and coming right off of that news, uh, it was it uh, sales for 2019 have come out. And it looks like Metallica was the number two top selling musician in 2019, which is crazy. So with 3.6 million dollars in sales last year, so even was over uh, Billie Eilish, Paul McCartney, BTS, Taylor Swift. Rolling Stones, like Tool, Post Malone, Jonas Brothers, like I, it's crazy that Metallica just jumped in that mix. So the only one that topped him was Queen, which I people are kind of pointing to that movie coming out, really giving Queen a boost. So it's just crazy that Queen and Metallica are at the top of the list in that chart. Emma McCartney and the Rolling Stones also too. To be honest, there's some artists that just keep on rolling, man. So that music. Stood the test of time. Roger, so Roger, can't fuck with Metallica. Yeah, Roger Taylor was one of um, those people that I saw the the Phil Linet news from. He had some really cool things to say about Phil's memory, and yeah, I mean, shit, that that uh, Stone Cold crazy with Metallica and Tony Iommi is still one of the most nuts things that I've seen. Um. Yeah, this is the fact that, that those to these those worlds collided, Queen and and Black Sabbath and Metallica, and yeah, it's just like um, a combination. Thanks to the documentary, we got to see the rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, Tony, buddy, it's a vicious combo. Stone Cold Crazy still rips from uh, Garage Inc. Yeah, and I honestly think uh, you know, there's a great mastodon cover of thin lizzie emerald but i think those um metallica tributes hold up really well too to to queen and thin lizzie and you know there's just something about that mutual respect and honoring the memory of you know a legend and uh yeah just have a have a good time you know have some warm beers in the parking lots yeah man whatever you do bang it together so that was crazy news. Yeah. You got any more news for the folks at home? Oh, I think I do. Um, I got a few more here. Uh, the Scorpions are in the studio making a, a new album. So I've thought they were retired. As a huge Scorpion, Scorpion fans myself, I thought they were retired like three times they just keep they keep stinging you keep stinging you they do you think I mean, i'm excited about it. it's just they keep, they keep thinking they're done they're they're safe, like, nah. but then you get stung by class mine a scorpion sting they're hiding behind desert rocks and i don't know much else about where real scorpions live to keep yeah, that i've, seen a, going, I've seen a scorpion desert rocks yeah, they'll come in your house. I've seen you. a few scorpions. I've seen them in bathrooms, man. I found a scorpion in Texas in a when I was gonna take a shower. There was just a scorpion, and I'm like, nope, not getting. St- you do not want to take a shower. Not gonna get stung by the scorpion. scorpion. I mean, this isn't the what is that song? I don't know the music video where they're getting chased by groupies. I, oh. uh... <laughs> The one from uh oh yeah in the 
Damn it. Yeah, the so- I can the hear the vocal on... melody, but I can't I can't picture. They're just getting chased by like angry husbands and fathers and shit. Oh, I can't stay. I can't stay. Right? Yeah. Third song. I can't stay. Yeah. yeah. I could hear the chorus. I could think, yes. No, it's not that. I like that how was not what you were experiencing. The Scorpions have a number of music videos that could just be pornographic films. Like, in, you know, if it just gets a little taken a little further. Um, yep. <laughs> Aspirational. Yes. Aspirational. Great. The 80s were a great time of ridiculous videos that no one would ever make again. But they're making another record, so craziness. But I'm here for it, man. Sign me up. I mean, I'm not going to not listen to it. No, I'll check it out. Um, Let's see what else I got here. This I didn't know about, or if I did hear about it back in 2007, I must have forgotten. But Corey Taylor... Uh, of Slipknot and Stone Sour was in talks to be never, on never heard Joint of Anthrax. Have you heard of this guy? Never, I didn't name both of his bands. Never heard of him. For all you people out there. I mean, I'm um, from Iowa. I, he, I, I don't know how I'd know about him. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make sure you all knew. He also writes books and, I believe, podcasts. So, so he's an, he's you an author. You haven't heard of this Corey Taylor guy. He's an author, right? He's an auteur. Oh, an auteur. Yeah, he's going... This kid is going places. Take Shit. it from me. This is a sure bet. This is sure bets a twenty-one. You heard it here first. Corey Taylor. This guy's going places next year, twenty twenty-one. It's gonna be. COVID it's gonna be, be his year. This is, I feel it. Uh, he was going to sing on worship music, uh, the album from Anthrax. I, I did hear so I that. I guess John Bush fell through, and then he was going to join. But I guess it was a record label. His record label said, "Can't do it." I feel like that was a pretty stupid it, decision by someone or some group of someone's. Like, if they both agreed that it was going to be got like money on, they it, both man. agreed it was going to be a one-off. Like, shit, man. I think that would have been good for Anthrax and Kid for for uh, Taylor and. Uh, it would have been interesting nonetheless. Corey I mean, Taylor. Uh, Taylor yeah, Swift. I, oh, this guy. No, again, we're talking about this Corey Taylor oh, kid. Oh, I thought, Mr. I Corey thought Taylor, Taylor Swift was going to sing on an Anthrax record. Uh, excuse me. I would, I'd take that too. The, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't let this happen. I mean, I love Belladonna and the record turned out one of the best yeah. albums anthrax is made but i still would like to hear what Corey taylor would have done with it too like i mean i'm curious here we go uh most excellent edition i think it was like hey we're gonna have Corey taylor sing on a record nope hey we're gonna have this guy that nobody knows that takes an upper decker on the bus and gets kicked out <laughs> and then okay no we'll get we'll get mm-hmm. joey belladonna who might be one of the nicest dudes and most hardworking and just greatest vocalists in metal. And uh, okay, yeah, we'll get him back. <laughs> it's just yeah. funny, man. Uh, yeah. I think that would be just like they see dollar signs, Anthrax plus Corey Taylor. You think the labels would just be like, let's make this happen. Let's split. I think it. if let's anything, it, it just. Uh, I mean, the fact that and now they're playing SOD songs and quarantine and whatever, like to me, it just shows that they are artists uh willing to try you know different things for uh for the art so i i i gotta say i like it i mean it's zany a lot of those things uh there's a lot zany with that and i mean from a fan standpoint i remember once they were talking about they were going to tour with bush and belladonna and that would be cool in my book um but yeah no Mm -hmm. to me it's just like they seem like you know uh, legit artists that also play really heavy, heavy metal, and uh, I, I can't fuck with that. Yep. My uh, last two things aren't really stories, just kind of a hey, heads up, these things are happening. So, on top of the Bill and Ted record coming out, uh, also Dave Mustaine has a new book out, and Rob Halford is his autobiography is coming out in September, also. So, yeah. I look, a lot of metal the stuff coming. Dave Mustaine book Real is soon. about specifically Rust in Peace focused, right? Is my what I get? Yep, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're gonna focus on just like the gestation of and making of that record. So, sure, a lot of G-rated stories yeah. and uh, uh, from both of those, a lot of good nights sleep. Yeah, from what I hear is what fueled that record was just sleeping eight hours a night, meditating, drinking, drinking water, push-ups. Yeah, absolutely no ramming it down and no riding free. None of no. that. So I'm excited for all those things, and you'll hear Marco and I talk about those, I'm sure. So this uh, fun stuff we, in we the gotta, metal world. We got to pay up. the bills here real quick. With um, we do. We got it's, it's that time, you know. We hate to do it, but uh, this is Death's Fat Reaper workout. Tired of losing at board games? Don't ever get Melvin again. Gain confidence, make new friends, stand up to a total dickweed of a boss. Don't get your butt overlooked. Reap calories with Death's Fat Reaper workout. That's good. I like that we're branching out into the health market. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's important to stay in shape. With death. Um, yeah, and who else to. Uh, Endorsed by Death. Who else? If you can't believe death, death itself, himself, itself. If you can't believe death, then he would know about being overweight and dying. He also knows so about losing at electric you know, football, tabletop little yeah, dude football, and, and and Twister and Battleship, Clue. and you might get With a you might get the best stick. two out of three out of there. Yeah, see. You got to keep your mind sharp. Exercise works your mind, not just your your physical body. So, yeah. get on death's program. Yeah, we're, just, we're continuing with it to ride into the the playlist. I even kept my my Bill and Ted theme going uh, here with my first track. I'm I'm not gonna not gonna complain. I, uh, my first track is uh, it's Faith No More with Zombie Eaters, and. Uh, Nice. Uh, this I just really loved this song, but this album just kind of like it was hard, but with like a sense of humor, kind of a dark sense of humor, and um, yeah, and also that um, you know Martin was in the uh, uh, in the bogus journey, um, James Martin from Faith No Moss station uh but yeah now this is just a heavy song and uh um I, it's i don't know it gets me it gets my attention every time i think it will uh get your attention as well yeah they, they kick ass faith no more is just one of those bands that just keeps on rocking music just Hasn't lost any power. And I think it's crazy. Guys, Jim so, Martin oh, yeah. at one time was in a, a band called Agents of Misfortune with Cliff Burton in the 70s. Really? Did you know that? Oh, I think I there's that. some video existing uh -huh. of them playing together at that time period. Check it out. That's rad. I will. My uh, my first pick is a band that um, I believe you and I saw on VH1 super late at night or MTV3 or something like way back in the day when they were playing old school videos. Um, but it's the band is called Easy O and the song is Flashback Heart Attack. Flashback Heart Attack. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. That song Ugh. is still fucking catchy. Yeah, heavy. It's still really heavy good. As shit. Yeah, really good song, really good songwriting, really good band. Just you don't get doesn't get hyped a lot. So easy, yo, check them out. Yeah, if you have not, and it's just you don't so have catchy. to take our word for it. You can take Ricky Rackman's no, word for it. There's a, yeah, I was that was just hot caught in my on head a side note. On that list. have you ever heard his podcast? Uh, it's like Tales from Ricky? the Cat no, House or something. I always thought he was like a cheat. I always like thought Dave Mustaine was serious when he was like making fun of him and shit. So I just hated him just because of that. And like, uh, um, but no, I guess like actually they're friends and that's just Dave Mustaine's thing is to bust his balls all the time. So that kind of changed. It opened me up a little bit. That and at his club, I guess they had 
like uh, No Wimps Night. So they had like Exodus play and and um, Megadeth actually played a show at his club like as Vic and the Rattleheads. So it would be a cool thing because they played at a small club and they went as Vic and the Rattleheads because you couldn't just have Megadeth play <clears throat> in a small club at the time. So there's some cool stuff there to dig into. But yeah, EZO, Flashback, Heart Attack, great, great song, great jam. If that wasn't a cut, if that doesn't get caught in your head, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. What's your uh, What's your next pick, sir? Coming in hot is Primus with too many puppies, and uh, oh, shit. this is another um, most excellent uh, band edition because Primus was in the Battle of the Bands in in Bogus Journey, and um, it. Uh, um, I think I just thought that was always interesting. Like they didn't really focus on Primus. So if you didn't know who they were, they were just kind of like, you know, this band in a movie. But if you knew who they were, it was fucking rad to see Primus in, in Bogus Journey. And Too Many Puppies, I think, is uh, it was actually the first song that... Um, Heavy song. I believe it was the first song that Les Claypool composed uh, as Primus anyway. And... Um, just kind of one of one of those just really heavy uh, jams of Primus that is kind of always tends to be my favorite songs by them. Um, super super fucking heavy song. Yeah, and uh, and fun. It's like fun and heavy at the same time. Fun and heavy and like a heavy topic, but still fun. I think Primus is pretty good at that. Like they have songs that say something, yeah. but it's still fun and. Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of plays on the idea of the dogs of war by, you know, calling them puppies, like young young people getting shipped off to, to war and, and, you know, Soviet, Afghan, Iran, Iraq, that sort of thing. And it's just like, it's a good jam with a good uh, message in my my humble opinion. But yeah, Lester Claypool bringing it, bringing also you the break heavy. the speakers. Yeah, it will break your speakers um it'll break your car speakers yes if you're not careful it will break uh yeah it'll break your face that's a lot of bass yeah it's a good so i think that's the first song that it was like oh okay because you were listening to him a lot before me and i was like i don't know then i heard that and i was like oh, okay i get it now uh my next pick is Dawkin when heaven comes down off of the tooth and nail album um so i just recently found out that George Lynch didn't do too much writing on the first record. I guess Don Dawkins had most of it already built out. So Tooth and Nail was when George Lynch really first started to to stretch out and and start writing and stuff. So When Heaven Comes Down is just mm. a heavy ass song. So Dawkins kind of gets lumped into the hairspray world, which is whatever because I love that stuff too. But that song is just heavy. I don't give a I don't give a fuck. Who wore hairspray or didn't? That song's heavy. heavier than George Carlin in a Pam Greer costume. Yeah, no, Pulls. tooth and nail can't. Ugh. I did know that actually. I think that uh, I guess it was a lot of that vision was started off by Doc and, and Don Dawkin, and I think that's you know why it's named after him, but also why they've kind of like come to accept that he's not you know can't do what he used to do but they stick with him just because that's kind of like it's always been, you know, docking. And can, can you have docking without docking? I don't know. Probably not. And it, and it rhymes. It rhymes with dock. Can rhymes. you have rocking without docking? Probably not. Yeah, exactly. Probably not. Think about that. Think about that. Think about it. It's a thinking show. The uh, My next track is Megadeth with Curveball Breakpoint. And, um, oh, okay. you know, Megadeth was go on way. the Bogus Journey soundtrack and Go to Hell was in that um, movie. But since that got mentioned last week, I thought I would curveball it. Um, Hidden Treasures has always been one of my favorite just records. Just It is weird because, you know, it wasn't intended to be um, a record. It was just a collection of tracks. But goddamn, like, just some amazing music and um i also did this just because i wanted to talk about the super mario brothers movie 
what what's your take on that quick quick hot take super mario brothers movie oh the movie horrible you thought so <laughs> i have not, nothing nothing wow nothing makes me happy really in that movie. i think you um, need to rewatch it i know i people think have you good need memories to rewatch it oh man i know people have good memories of that movie but i just i it, feel like bob it missed Hoskins me by yard john leguizamo the no. were the perfect i know what you want brothers. me to feel Mm, Yoshi is creepy. Yeah, and they made Yoshi so creepy. Dennis Hopper as King Koopa. Come on, come on. Why they have to do my boy Yoshi like that? He's not cute. He's scary. I think you need to re you need it's to rewatch just... it. I love Bob Hoskins. Let's get let's put that on the ground. Let's put that on the table. I couldn't do it. I have uh, we watched the bog or the uh, documentary about how they made it and everyone was drunk and they had like a lot of money but then no money. I don't know. It's because they had to build. Try they it. had to build a mushroom kingdom that we replicated, you know, under the you know a dinosaur version of New York City. That's going to cost a little bit of money. It's That's fucking gonna madness. That's going to cost a chunk of change, bro. It's like Blade Runner and a creepy Yoshi, and I'm not here for it, but I'll try you know those, it again. Those jump, those jump boots, do. you know, that costs a little bit of money. Yeah. Ugh. I'll go back. I'll try. Speaking of speaking of old old ones, uh, my fiance is away for the weekend, so I just had ridiculous movies running on the TVs. So uh, I had, at one point, I had Three Ninjas, the original from 92, running. While I was doing stuff around the house, and that movie's crazy, and I forgot about not Steven Seagal is the bad guy in that. Who? He looks like oh, Steven okay. Seagal, not but he's Steven not Seagal. Steven yeah. Seagal. And, uh, not I think Steven I do. Seagal is yeah, and weren't the the like the goofy bad guys were like metalheads or something, right? Yeah, one dude has like a sad but true t shirt. What is on, it? And they try and kidnap the kids. It's like the oh, sad yeah, but true yeah. artwork from the Black yeah. Album. Like the two dueling skulls. Yeah. Yep. No time. We're going to eat some, you later, gonna pizza, eat some dude. za. Burger, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get some za. Get some za. <laughs> they shouldn't have trusted that milkshake. Why would they drink an open milkshake when they know these kids are pranksters and ninjas? I know. I, I, wouldn't, ninja. I wouldn't just. They're ninja and pranksters. I wouldn't just drink a milkshake that I came upon. That's just not something. That's just I wouldn't not trust a good life kids. decision. Yeah, I. You know they've spent their whole life training ninjutsu. Why are you going to go in there and I'm, just act cocky and act like uh, you run the place? I did watch. You're going to get. I watched a classic old, old old school flick the other day. I watched Turner and Hooch. Oh, good one! Don't eat the car. <laughs> Don't eat it. Yeah. That cut. That dog breaks wind in the in the police station, and everybody has to leave. No one's happy about it. And the dog out that dog can drink his own beer. Craig T. Nelson is in it. Uh Carl Winslow's in it. Yeah. Good movie. Don't make him like that no I'm a, more. Yeah. I mean see what pick him I'm in I'm in movie town now. I forgot even what we were talking about. Now I just want to watch Turner and Hooch. That's yeah, that's what we were talking about. Um, it's a doesn't the bad guy in Turner and Hooch have slick back hair too? I, in the nineties, that was like that was the ponytails. Look. Like the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop had the slick back yeah, ponytail and, um, too. That was how you knew he I was know like we trouble. Have, uh, you know, a lot of sponsors that you may have trouble finding. So I want to actually tell you this one is easy to find. You actually should look at this. Um, just make a. Um, our we had Nate. Phillips from Traffic Death on our first show, and um, he's got these yes. uh, this merchandise that is really hot. I think you need to check out. Um, it's uh, well, speaking of you know old uh, goofy movies, the Hulk Hogan movie No Holds Barred. He's got some amazing merchandise featuring things that uh, happen in that movie, and also this Uncle Buck. Um, shirt that is uh, glorious. Um, he's crude. Yeah. He's crass. He's family. Oh no! It's Uncle Buck. Available for the first time in Media years. Crypt. A shirt 
about Uncle Buck. Maybe ever. The first time ever, maybe. I think it's actually sold out, but you got to keep watching for um, another print. It's, yeah, stay it's on Media it, Crypt. Media MediaCrypt.bigcartel.com. But just look up Nate, Nate, Traffic Death, Media Crypt. You'll find it. Check this shit out. This shit's fire. Yeah, it's great. He make every time I'm on there. There's always something cool. Like if I'm sure if you listen, if you're listening to this right now, you'll find something that you like. Cause yeah, he likes. He always makes cool shit. And uh, hell yeah, I almost yeah. Every last time I went on there, I put like ten things in my cart, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta whittle this down. I gotta pay my electricity bill <laughs> same week. But yeah, hey, uh, remember that time in No Holds Barred when uh, Hulk Hogan has to share a room with that. A uh, lady just met, and they put up a sheet to divide the two beds, and she wakes up because she thinks something's <laughs> happening. She thinks um, something she sounds, so uncouth she the sheet back. maybe happening. But then it wasn't uncouth. It was just weird because he was just doing foot-on-the-bed push-ups Which at 2 in the morning, no like, one, curiously. No so, one does. Not, not even, inappropriate, not but even still weird. People with still the, weird. the peak of, of physical human condition have never done those sort of push-ups, but he yeah. did them got, when he was sharing, sharing. Yeah, it's a not bed. creepy. It's like, I mean, it's kind of creepy. Maybe yeah. it's more, maybe it's more creepy. Yeah. yeah. It's more right, it creepy, is creepy than if he He's was preparing. doing, you know, the other thing. What's it's he training for? Than if he was doing the yeah, other he's... thing, I think. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Call in folks. Do you, <laughs> what do you think is creepier? Scene. Let us know. <laughs> Call us know. cast Call your vote. The cast your vote today. At... Call the hotline now. Twenty-five cents per call. You know, Ask the, your parents. The other thing calling. that's Creek sad phone. to me is that there aren't. There's not really any phone booths anymore, man. Have you seen one? I haven't seen one. To me, that I'm afraid. I think maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's probably the, the saddest you know, thing. The evil forces have won. Because how the fuck else are we going to do? They got rid of all the phone booths, man. You can't do the Matrix. Verizon. You can't do Bill and Ted. Like, you can't fight. How are you going to fight it yeah. without a phone booth? You can't do all Keanu, Doctor all Who. All the Keanu Reeves movies wouldn't be no. possible now. What? I know. I'm scared. If you used to, it used to be if you had a, a quarter or a quarter and a dime in your pocket, you know you could call... Call somebody Did everybody if you got take the blue pill and now there's no um, more phone booths? You know. Is that what happened? There's no more scenes in movies where you're bouncing around being like, does anyone have a quarter? Because you have to make a yeah. call and it's emergency. No. Now it you got to like harass anymore. someone to use their cell phone. It is. Which is worse because it's all in their yeah, pocket all day getting hot. Like those gummy bears in Ferris Bueller, that chick that had the gummy bears I mean, in her pocket. I mean, if you are any kind of now. germ conscious person, I mean, phones and uh, TV remotes, you know. I don't want that on my you face. You don't want that. Door handles, you know. It's true. You got to open that shit like Steve Martin. Yep, with the little cloth. Oh yeah, just hold it out I to think, the side. I for think we're on to our right new now. tracks. That we got lost in trades. space and time, but we're back. Actually, oh, okay. I still have one old school one. We're breaking the rules. Of, <laughs> we got so far off your mind here. Yeah. That's all right. That's good mm -hmm. content. The kids love it. We walked the kids into love a room this one. of children. Uh, my last old school spoons and space juggling blocks. Listeners, whatever, you know. Yes, I was oh. going space balls. He walked into a the room of merchandising. The quest, but both of these, both of these money. are rooms. May the Schwartz be with you. Flamethrower, yeah. the kids, the kids love, it. love it. Yogurt, yogurt the doll. Yogurt. If you guys haven't seen that movie, I mean, I'm I'm fucking fuck. Star Wars. Uh, psychic hit. I like that movie better than Star Wars. Now I gotta say. I would rather watch Spaceballs. Yeah, Spaceballs never a disappointant. If you put Spaceballs on at any time, any place, anywhere, I don't care what happened to me that let's day, I'm like, yeah, down, let's watch it. Let's get down with this um, tail wagon action. The, uh, 
Oh, I guess that was more, yeah, it more was really candy. a challenge. The third pick I, I guess, have is that tail wagon. <laughs> Spaceballs, you know, that was a thing. They put money into that one. They got a fucking robot going through the desert. Really How'd that work? Film. They put a lot of love, a lot of love into that, into that movie. And Pizza the Hut's buddy is he a robot. Him. Yeah. He eats him. Ate himself to death. Yeah. Everybody wants a of piece Don of DeLuise. Pizza the Hut. <laughs> 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 I forgot it really was. I thought you were, I thought you were riffing at first. I so I was like, oh was. yeah, it was him. <laughs> Pizza yeah. the hut's gonna send out for you. Was he Rob? Was that was that Unsolved Mysteries it, it, in the robot makeup? I don't like remember. It. Fuck my life. It is. It is. It's fact now. Yeah. If it wasn't, it is now. My. My third pick is the band is called Psychic Hit. They're from Oakland, California. This song is called The Whip. And they only have a dem- an EP out, but it kicks a lot of ass. So uh, if you haven't heard of Psychic Hit, definitely go out there and support them. Um, I think they're writing right now and um, obviously aren't touring at the moment, but what was check that out their EP name? while they're working on new stuff because they're one to Psychic watch. Hit. I Psychic actually, Hit. I was just hoping... That I'm just gonna yep. pretend your last pick was Bon Jovi with "Raise Your Hands" just to tie into the whole Spaceballs theme. <laughs> oh, it's a good song, man. That was a party, man. Whenever I see that scene, that just makes me happy. Eating, it's like, I want to be on eating, the ship. I want to be flying biscuits. through space, eating chicken. <laughs> yep, just flying through space, looking mm-hmm. for adventure, man. That's the life. Looking for space. Looking for books. money. Then the next thing you know, somebody sucked all the air out of a planet. You got to go unsuck it. Yes. Got to go from suck to blow. It's just a whole lot to do. So it's a daunting task. And they wonder why we turned out this way. They let us should have never let us have space yes. balls. My new songs. New songs. About, we got my first new song is. Uh, this is. It's called, the band is called Firstborn, and this song is called Roll the Dice. And there are some people in here you might recognize, Chris Adler, uh, James Lomenzo, and uh, Girish Pradhan from Girish and the Chronicles is on vocals. It's just, uh, it's a heavy, heavy rock and roll with a really interesting lineup and i think you will uh think you'll dig it so crank this it's uh firstborn with roll the dice dope uh let's see my first new song uh the band is called draconian and the song is called the sacrificial flame i have not heard these cats before they are to best describe them it's like it's something that could almost be like in the soundtrack of like a movie about Vikings or like medieval times. It's real dark and doomy. Um, if you like doom and sludge metal, it's it's got that pace. Um, and then it's got like clean vocals. So I didn't know if it was going to go like opera metal world, but it never goes full tilt that way. It's just real kind of progressive. Like their songs are like eight minute long, like opuses. But if you are a fan of like doom and sludge and just like that viking metal vibe like definitely check these cats out draconian um these uh, yeah these songs are brand new so they just have these singles out right now so hell yeah check them out How, yeah the, um, on our playlist my next track is from um you know that guy you probably never heard of no i'm just kidding it's not it's not cory taylor my next track is it is spellbook with uh, the song is called Amulets, and this was uh, goes in that fine tradition of me seeing some badass artwork, and uh, you know wanting to check out the band because of it. And it uh, I, this is somewhere in that uh, uh, kind of a modern sound that sounds inspired by Sabbath and Pentagram and maybe a little progressive element in there that those bands didn't didn't have as much of um 
and then definitely there's i don't know there's some iron maiden and alice cooper vibe in there just a really cool um mix of influence it sounds and the artwork was created by chad keith and it uh yeah check it out if nothing else look at that artwork the spellbook magic and mischief is the album and that's coming out september 25th in you know every format known to man this song is called amulet and crank it badass and i will um let's see if i can i think i got this right the um, whoops i have them here it's a Hey, we're trying to keep it. We're trying to keep it professional here. Yes, we have been on perfect pacing and not gotten off track at all. So, what the fuck are you doing, man? Hmm. I can say the title of the song is Acceptance, but the name of the band Vionity. Vionity, V E O, V E O N I T Y. I might not be pronouncing that correctly, and I had to check. I had to check actual. Um, I don't. Their actual. You know, I don't blame you actually. Now that yes. I see the name, I do not. I don't blame you. I was like, did I misspell velocity? But I did not. It's Vionity, and the song is Acceptance, and it is kick ass. Um, I'm sorry, I messed up your name, dudes. If you are listening, those dudes are going to be but, pissed. Um, it's like power metal. They are. They might come for me. They, they don't know where do. I live exactly. Not, not um, really. But yeah, they, they know they where they, know they can city. find you if they wanted to. Let's just put it that. It was an honest mistake. I wanted to get it right. List this professional. That's professionalism. It's getting it right. We don't want it. This ain't no rush job. So, so uh, yeah, it's power metal zone. It's it's kick ass. It's catchy. If you like uh, the likes of Halloween, Hammerfall, you're going to be right at home there. So check them out. You know, professionalism. Professionalism. That's what we say around here. Always profesh. Always professionals. But but doing this for 23 years, 17 years. 17 I always thought it would be funny if Keanu Reeves just had a meltdown at some point and was 18 like... 18 years. You know, he was like, uh, movie career, like biggest star in, in the world. But he's like, no, call me the bass player from Dogstar. And just like really wanted to do that thing. Yep. I mean, I guess there is this trend of people the that do that. The movies just right? feel like, Dogstar. Uh, David Duchovny, I guess, has been touring and playing music. And Kevin Costner, I guess, like he, the Bacon Kev- Brothers, Kevin if Bacon. you will. So I guess, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's two uh, I did uh, just, as I mentioned that, you know, the, the AI that rules everything and got rid of all the phone booths brought up this news story. Kevin Costner comments mm-hmm. on the Postal Service because, as you know, he is the postman. <laughs> oh, God. Have you seen that, that movie real? I can't tell it if this is Tom a joke Petty or not. It's like it's like a it's like a it's like a dystopian where there's like you know like white supremacist militias taking over and Costner like Costner recreates the postal service to like fight the good fight. I feel like it's coming. I mean, it's it's who wow who would have what a far what a far fetched story. Who would have thought? We need Kevin Costner. Great times. He did he did. really comment That's on the postal real. service? That really happened. Does that really like, happen? You know, okay. I don't know. You, I bet it was great. You had I to be there. I bet it was great commentary. Oh, I Danced with Wolves was streaming on Amazon Prime. Who ever thought, like, it, let's start this movie left. off with Kevin Costner drinking his own urine. Who thought that was a good idea? Mm-hmm. Uh... I take Waterworld over the Postman. If we're gonna live in a Kevin Costner hellscape, I would take the world. I mean, Dennis Hopper. Waterworld over Postman. So once again, the Hopper. 
It's gotta gotta take gotta keep my eye. Yeah, out. And they got everyone's got speed boats. <laughs> yeah, everyone has like <laughs> he's back. All these great Dennis that Hopper those, movies that you brought to me those, today. These great you know, Dennis Hopper memories. Uh, ski motor skis. All those jet skis survived. Uh, everything else destroyed, but lots of jet skis still survived somehow. Who knew we'd bring up two Dennis Hopper movies Dennis where Hopper he was also in a an movie, action figure? Synchronicity, you know, in this one is call. the awesome edition, totally non-bogus edition. And uh, Dennis Hopper in that movie with Keanu Reeves, uh, River's Edge. <laughs> I think it's time. I think it's time yep. to go. I think. Look we, at that. You're cut off. You're cut off. Oh, we don't want to no. quote one. Don't do any quotes from that. Not today. You don't want to do any We're quotes from this, that this movie. This is a kid show. Okay. All right. I won't. I will say no more. Go find all those movies for yourself. Even though it's out the there, internet folks, and there's no them. FCC, no Tipper Gore, we still we have a limit. We have a limit on f bombs. No, we we've can say whatever the, we want on here. The, we have a self-imposed. We used to be limit on vulgarity and we've we've hit that it's been a vulgar display of podcasting we're trying to be more radio radio not the band men of radio yes heavy radio that's what radio taught us we got to nine that means we're professional the big that 10 is next week then look at that double digits Hey, hang, we'll see you later, folks. Check out the playlist on Spotify and YouTube. How many Keanu Reeves references? Can we... no, no, you're done. No, you're cut off. You're done. Kill the microphone. Kill Bye, it. folks. <laughs> <laughs>